Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. If you say no to the right things, you'll be able to say yes to the right things, and that increases your capacity. Hi, this is Keith Tusi. Welcome to Leadership in Context. Hey, have you heard the phrase capacity? Increase your capacity. What is your capacity? It's kind of a buzzword in a lot of leadership circles, and I've, I've seen it being picked up by the church a lot. And I think it's worth a little bit of conversation on how do you increase your capacity or how do you use your capacity? Are you operating at your fullest capacity would maybe a good question. So let's talk about uh, capacity a little bit. I did a little research just on the word, uh, just to familiarize myself and, you know, looked at how the word was used in different contexts. And it's the origin is a French word, and it means to take hold of. Uh, And I think the English translation is capacity is what you can handle, what you can take hold of, what you can handle. And, uh, so I think that's a really good base grasp of what capacity looks like and really rang true in my heart and my mind. So when I talk about my capacity or somebody else's capacity, it's what can they handle? You know, uh, you know, we have a old pickup truck and, you know, it's like, what's it, what's its capacity? What can it handle? How much weight can you put in it? Uh, how, how much can you tow with it? Okay. What's its capacity? Uh, what can it really handle? What can we really handle? Uh, there's also another side of capacity, like when somebody is doing a job, like a p- police officer operating in his capacity. And that has more to do with guidelines and and definitions. But I think the two really, really work together. Uh, so I want to talk to you about how they work together. But as I was thinking about this, I was reminded of a situation in my life about, oh, gee whiz, it's going back more than 15 years now. We lived out in the country, and we had a big old farmhouse that we had converted, and I'd added added a couple additions onto it, and, you know, we were raising our family there. And then on on that property in another spot, there was a what was was once was a pole building, a, a one-story pole building, and I converted that in to a home. And we used it for ministry purposes and then eventually ended up actually renting it out. Now, our big house was fed by a spring, water that was bubbling up out of the ground, and we captured it and, and, and it fed it with gravity right into the house, had an ultra... Uh, violet filter on it to kill any bacteria and the water was delicious i mean people would come and say man this is the best water we'd have friends that would come and bring jugs and take our water the house however the other house the pole barn i had converted into a home was on a well and that well was pretty deep it was almost 200 feet deep if i remember which would tell you that if you got to drill that deep that it was looking for water and it worked pretty good until I had a lady with four sons move into that place and live there, and they started running out of water. So I knew I had a, I had a problem with the well. Uh, so I called the well guy, and they did a little research and put cameras down there and do whatever they did. 
And he said, you know what? You're not going to get any more water. The flow is what it is. You don't have a great flow, but it's consistent. He said, what we can do is we can increase the capacity, not the capacity of the water, but the capacity of the well shaft. He said, so we'll just drill down a little bit deeper. And this is probably, you know, maybe an eight inch circumference, I'm going to guess, maybe not much bigger than that, maybe 10. He said, we'll just drill down deeper and then that well will have the same flow, but it will have a bigger capacity. In other words, overnight and when the water is not being used, it will build up, build up, build up, and will drop that pump and that well down a little bit deeper. And so we didn't change the flow, but we increased the capacity. And I think a lot of times when people are talking about capacity, they're talking about getting new talents or getting new abilities, i.e. increasing the flow. But I think it's a matter of drilling down sometimes, maybe having a breakthrough, uh, eliminating a barrier. So increasing your capacity doesn't mean that you have to get a new talent. It probably means that you've got to use the talent you have more effectively. Maybe you've got to drill down a little bit. I think for leaders, one of the key ways as you drill down is you learn the power of two very critical words, yes and no. As a leader, I like it when people give me a yay or a nay. Can you do this? Yes or no. And if you say no to the right right things, you'll be able to say yes to the right things. That will, that will increase your capacity. If you're doing things that are really not important to you or somebody else could do or not important to the team you're playing on, then that is something you can eliminate, delegate, just don't drop it. That would increase your capacity. It's not going to change your talent. It's not going to be able to make you read Greek when you wake up in the morning or, or sing soprano, okay? But it's going to give you a greater capacity because you've had a breakthrough. You've removed something that was stopping the flow from things building up. So what can you drill down into? What can you say no to and what can you say yes to? And by the way, the best way to be able to say yes is being able to say no. You know, a lot of companies, when they increase uh, or they develop new products, I should say, they decide to eliminate an old product that still may have some value to it, but they realize giving their facilities, their leadership, their marketing, their distribution, their factory, whatever it may be, that they can't say yes to everything. They can't spread themselves too thin. So they say, no, we're going to shut this down, but we're going to raise this up. We're going to drill down in that area. So where can you drill down? What can you eliminate that is blocking your well shaft from being completely full? Uh, now, one way you can do that is try to define. Remember one of the definitions of capacity was somebody working in their capacity, working in their definition. And what I found out in helping leaders where I think I'm good at sometimes, if, if nothing else, just because of experience, 
is helping them to define their roles based on their calling, based on what team they're a part of, and to define that for them, to make that clear for them. So that's something that you can do for the people around you, uh, bring definition to what they're doing, but it's also something you can bring to yourself. Like, what is my goal here? What is my purpose here? What is my function? Those are three different things, goals, function, and purposes, that, that will help you bring definition. That will, that will give you the parameters of the load you can carry how much you can fit in, how much is there. Now, a lot of times, the thing that really stops our capacity or stuffs it up is we get caught up in the function of something and we forget the purpose of why we're doing that thing. Now, here's the truth. There's functional things you're going to have to do that are not directly related unless you understand that they are, to the purpose that you are doing. And you've got to connect those dots mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Okay? If you've got the ministry of hospitality and taking care of people, that means your house is going to have to be clean. That means it's it's going to have to be tidy. It's going to have to be inviting. You may not like that part of the job. You may, you may like the fellowship. You may like sitting on the porch. You may like being... Uh, you know, cooking out or whatever it is, just having people in your house. But in order to fulfill that purpose, you've got a function of cleaning up the house, okay? So if you can connect your function and your purpose, think about that. Maybe some of the tedious things you're doing right now, uh, you need to understand, are those things directly connect, connected to my purpose? If they are, then you have to make room for them. Now, here's the other side of it. If there are functions you're not doing that are not connected to your purpose, that are not connected to the purpose of your team, that are not connected to the purpose of your family, your church, your company, whatever it is, then you've got capacity that's being filled up you know, you've got a garage with a bunch of empty boxes or a bunch of junk in there that you've got to clean out. So when people start talking about increasing your capacity, that doesn't mean, you know, you've got to be rebaptized and come up as some person or something you're not, but you've got to use everything that God has given you. And you can do that by drilling down and breaking through and making room, moving things out that are in the way, you can do that by defining what your role is and what your goal is and what your purpose is. And then you can help yourself do that by understanding the difference in function and purpose and connecting those dots. There's lots of things I do as a leader functionally that I don't necessarily feel great about. Uh, I don't feel gifted about. They are just things that have to be done for me to fulfill my purpose. As long as I remind myself of that, I'm good. Like, for instance, you know, I travel a lot. I don't like the travel. I like when I get there, and I like when I get home, and I like what happens in between. But going to the airport and jumping through the TSA hoops and waiting on connecting flights and running after airplanes and getting home at midnight and leaving, leaving at four in the morning, you know, I don't like that, okay? But that's a function 
that I have to do that supports my purpose. Now, if it was just about travel, I would just quit doing it and I would lose my purpose. So I understand there's a necessary ingredient. It's a necessary function for me to complete my purpose. So take a look at that. I think sometimes we have some hidden capacities we haven't considered. So I've talked about mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical adjustments that could be available to you to increase your capacity. Hey, this is Keith Tusi with Leadership in Context, helping you to be the best leader you can be. God bless. Increasing your capacity doesn't mean you have to get a new talent. It means you have to use the talents you have more effectively. It means using everything that God has given you. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.